Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Gary here. Walks across the dead ball line. Now sprints back for Manly. Up he goes. Changes direction. This is rugby league, folks. Have a look at it. Links up with Cherry Evans. And still on for Manly. Away from Hess. Kicks in field. Look who's there. Tom I'm happy with that. Big chase there. My goodness. That is from another universe. <laughs> here on SENZ. It's a good deal earlier in Australia where that man, that man who called that to Andrew Voss, joins us this morning. My goodness me, eh? they could have kicked it out, could have made it dead and just got on with the, the post-match celebrations, but not the Sea Eagles. What about that? What about that moment? Oh, seriously, yeah. Look, <laughs> I've, I've witnessed some incredible, uh, some incredible tries and... Um, and I and just that, that's not minute. That's not too many minutes on from Tom Trebojevic scoring a try where he beat nine players, <laughs> nine on a run to the line, and then for that to happen. I, there's a funny moment if you look at a high shot. You have to go back and watch it today. Um, one of the Cowboys players, the young fella um, Nanai, the back row, only 18 years of age, and he's seen the ball go downfield, and he's just put his haunches down, taking his mouth guard out, and he's going down like, oh, that's it. Gee, that was a. That was a tough one, you know, what a what an exhibit. And then all of a sudden the ball's coming his way and he's had the whoop now back in and, and react to it. I mean, what a statement. I know in the complete performance it wasn't, you know, their best of the year. But what a statement to make in the final minutes of the regular season to go into the finals. It was scary good for Manly. Scary good. Well, uh, they're up against the, the Storm Friday night. We'll get to that very shortly. Uh, let's look at uh, the key results uh, over the weekend. The Raiders entered the, the weekend with a chance to get inside the eight, uh, but I think the highlight of that was Ricky Stewart's uh, comments at the end of it where he completely dissed them. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I, I had been lucky enough to have the goat on with me on my breakfast show in Sydney on a Monday, uh, Cameron Smith, and, and he said of all the teams that he was disappointed in the weekend, there were sort of obvious ones, you know, Tigers and Dragons and all that, but the teams had a lot to play for. Canberra and Cronulla, and Canberra in particular, and, and he just said, Ricky got it so right. I mean, you know, they could not have had a better chance of beating a high-ranked opponent than what they had. So much at stake. And so there's no point us playing finals football because we just didn't, you know, we just didn't go well enough. I mean, it was total honesty from Ricky Stewart. He must have been so deflated. You know, tremendous opportunity. Nick, so who knows what would have happened over the next four weeks? You know, go into the go into the finals against some teams and, you know, injuries and suspensions and all the rest. Canberra go into a sudden death situation with some big match players who just not up to it. You know, disappointing year and, and failed the final test. Absolutely. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, and uh, just the capi- capitulation there, and I think uh, we could use that, um, that noun as well for uh, the West Tigers who were desperately poor yesterday against the Bulldogs that have finally have something to... Uh, to remember the season by, if, if only that victory. 
Uh, and then the Titans, of course, uh, they had to play well on the basis that they weren't in, weren't guaranteed. Uh, and then the Warriors came up with absolutely zilch uh, on the scoreboard and even less than that in terms of their behaviour. That was pretty appalling as a last memory for the Warriors. Oh, yeah. Look, and, and look, I don't think any, any words that I say now would be any more um, <laughs> scoring punches than, and I'd say that figuratively, in light of some of the incidents of the players, would be any more than, than what Nathan Brown summed it up. You know, a lot of hard work. A lot of admiration for the Warriors over the last couple of uh, years, the sacrifice and all the rest. And players just went rogue yesterday. They embarrassed the club. They disrespected the jersey. And it was, uh, it was incredible ill-discipline to the point where I would call on today, uh, and, and they will be charged. I mean, the NRL will have their things, but I couldn't blame the Warriors for taking internal action. They don't have to publicise the fact that they're finding them. I don't think there needs to be a... Yeah, you know, well, maybe they will like to, to announce it publicly, but I think the players are worthy of fines from within the group, within the team. I mean, if there's such a thing as a leadership group at the Warriors, then the leadership group need to stand up to these players and say, what was produced yesterday is so not what we stand for. I mean, what do the Warriors stand for? Because it can't be that. So if you want to create strong culture, then I think there has to be um, punishment from within for just the most outrageous, you know, leave your team in the lurch, let down your fans, your club, your sponsors, the whole bit. I can't be any more uh, critical of the actions, and of course, of Kane Evans and, and Matt Lodge. Jazz Tavanga will be regretful for his running in, but I could almost defend that. I mean, that was passionate, but then the actions of Kane and, and Matt Lodge, I, I can't defend. Um, I think there needs to be more punishment than what the NRL dish out. It's almost as if they had decided, um, and you know that they couldn't enter the eight. The season was basically over, but they just wanted to leave people with a thought in mind uh, about them as individuals. Now, these two guys, uh, Matt Lodge and Kane Evans, uh, they are previous offenders uh, as well, which which makes it almost yeah. as if it was uh, something waiting to happen. It was a case of when, not if. Oh, it's it's, it's pub footy mentality. You know, you expect that in pub footy. Um, you know, I'll, I'll deal with them individually. I mean, for Kane Evans, and I don't say this flippantly, but it, there is a bit of tongue-in-cheek about it. If he's with the club next year, I'm buying the calendar, and I'm circling the year. It's 2022. It's not 1975, Kane. <laughs> the game has passed by the sort of attitude you've taken on the field, man, a couple of instances that have been highlighted. You just can't do what you're doing. I mean, coming to 2022, if you want to be part of this club... And then for Matt Lodge, now I know he's listed a very lengthy apology and there's a lot of strands to it and not happy with where he's at at the moment and all of these things. Well, Cameron Smith, again, I go back to Cameron today, said, come on, harden up. You know, like it's, it, uh, that's not acceptable. You are being well paid. You are a professional footballer. What happened in your past is a, is, is a distant memory now. If you've got issues now, well then, you know, what what is the... What benefit are you going to give the Warriors? So, really, the, the ball is in the court of Matthew Lodge. It's fine to put out an apology today, but, but, but why did yesterday happen? Why, why did yesterday happen? You've been signed as a leader. They were talking about you as captain of the Broncos earlier this year. So far, short of leadership, what he did yesterday, he's got a lot to make up. And sadly for Matt, he's got all summer before he gets a chance. He'd love to be playing next week. Well, he won't be. He'll be suspended for the start of next season. So... He's at a new club, trying to make a good impression. He owes, he's in debt to the club now already. 
Okay, let's look at who is playing next week, Vossi. We now know that the draw has been published, and Friday night in the Sunshine Coast, uh, the number one seeds uh, storm against Manly. Uh, tell us about the, uh, the significance of these games, and uh, now that we've got the position in the eight, as, they, as I bring them up to you, Storm and, and Manly here. Yeah, well, they play for you know the right to have a week off. That's the benefit of the top four. You win in, in either the Penrith uh, South game or Melbourne Manly. You earn a week off and you're only one game away from the grand final. Now, I'm going to say like I contradict myself here. I'm going to say Melbourne and Penrith deserve to be favourites right now. But Manly is the side I would least like to play. I, I think they're the scariest side going into the finals. If I wanted a path to the grand final, I'd like to come up with a way where I could avoid playing Manly because I think there is the potential for Des Hasler to have this side. Now, they haven't got the biggest scalps this year. You know, a lot of their work has been done not against the absolute top bracket. And the same can be said for South Sydney. The only teams they've lost to this year are, are Penrith and Melbourne. But I still think Manly are getting better. And I don't know whether I can say that of any other side. I think the best of Manly potentially is still to come in this final series. And Tom Tabojevic is now, well, it's the best season I've ever seen from an individual. And I know it's only 15 games long. He only played 15 games. But he's 25 tries, 30 try assists, the line breaks, the tackle buffs, the line break assists the run meters, the possessions he has in a game, is the best I've ever seen from any individual. Uh, I'll absolutely lock that in if he takes them all the way to the grand final. I think Manly can beat Melbourne on Friday night. Uh, just on that subject of uh, guys playing in that, in that position, has, has the league ever been stronger in terms of fullbacks, if you look across the board? Ooh. Well, it's an evolving role. I mean, you know, the fullback... Like, in mm. Tom Trebojevic's case, I, like, I work with Greg Alexander, well-known to all our, our listeners, and, of course, former Warrior. I mean, he said the greatest strength of Tom Trebojevic is when he gets the ball just one off the ruck. I mean, he can play... He can do the hit-up of the best front rower in the competition. He can do the best guile of the best six or seven in the competition. Or he can, he can just be that absolutely unpredictable rover. Suddenly... You know, move across field, as he did the other day, beating nine defenders to score. He just, he is the absolute king of just playing what's in front of him, but he just wants to be around, he's around the ball all the time. Like he's just, he's never far from the ball, and something happens when he gets it. It's, he's just, um, I know Tedesco is just superb, and, 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 you know, at the start of the year, I would have said best player in the competition, but Trebojevic has now got the mantle, they both play the same position, play for the same state. Oh, gee, uh, you, you know, you've got to have a place for both of them. But Trebojevic's mm. form and the way he's adapted to the new rules, the tweaks in the rules, he is the he is the supreme player now in the competition. So, OK, let's look at uh, the second game, uh, which is the first of a double header at Townsville on Saturday. Uh, the Titans uh, have scraped in the bottom. They, they left it to the, the last act of the season to get in. Sometimes uh, sides can sort of say, well, that's it. We made the eight. That was our goal. And then sort of switch off a bit. How do you see that against the, the Titans and the Roosters going then? Well, they obviously can score points. Um, the Titans have proved that. And yesterday actually was their biggest win in the club's history, putting 44 on. But let's say that the Warriors, um, well, that, that was just insipid from the Warriors yesterday. But... 
they've, they've got to fancy themselves. You know, they've got to, they've got to give themselves a crack you know, because, because they can score points. But I will say this as an overview of the entire season. I've seen no semi-final qualities from the Titans. I'm sorry to have to make that statement, and I congratulate them for making the finals. But I haven't. I can't think in my head that I've watched the Titans at any point this year and said, "Oh, they've got you know a real tough edge to them," or you know that semi-final football. There's been little, little of that. And I think Justin Holbrook. There's a quote of him from earlier in the season. He said it's a bit like coaching an under-20 side. The Titans, you know, they, they could they could score 18 points in 15 minutes, but they can concede 18 points in the next 15 after that. So they're just a little too loose. I think the professionalism of the Roosters will get them past the Titans. Panthers and Rabbitohs, uh, that's game two of that doubleheader. Yeah, well, there's a decision to make, a very a very important one for Wayne Bennett this week, what he does at fullback. Um, no Latrell Mitchell, as we know. He went with Blake Taff, kid, on the um, week. Blake Taff, as I said, only a kid, inexperienced. Uh, and I think it's such a key position because you know that Nathan Cleary's kicking game is going to be on point. Um, you know, in a defensive role, the fullback position is going to be tough for South. Uh, I think they're, they're obviously a chance. I think they're better than the, than the, than the betting prices suggest. But you have to tip Penrith. I think the Panthers have got themselves ready. Um, if they've gone through a slump around the origin period, I think they've come out the other side. I think the Panthers are ready to rock and roll in this final series. And finally, uh, off to Rockhampton, off to Rocky uh, and uh, the Eels, uh, Parramatta Eels, who've had uh, a little bit of uh, resurgence, uh, you would have thought, and then they got absolutely shellacked at the weekend uh, up against the Knights. Well, they rested everyone, Parramatta. So, you know, I just don't know what to make of it. I mean, obviously, based on round 24 form where they beat Melbourne, Parramatta are raging hot favourites. And, and Newcastle, um, you know, if you if you want to break it down and analyse the draw, they've had the softest draw of any of the teams that have made the top eight this year and have only beaten one of those sides in the matches they've played, but they haven't had to play too many of them twice. Um, in fact, they only had to play one of them twice in the entire season. So it's been a, a draw that has favoured them. But, you know, it's, you know, a bit of Kalen Ponga magic. Mitchell Pearce plays well. Well, there's some potential there. But a bit like the Titans, I just haven't seen enough good football from the Knights that I'd want to be on them in a, in a final series. I haven't seen any sort of semi-final type football uh, from the Knights this year. And, you, and Parramatta, just based on that one performance two weeks ago against Melbourne, well, that was semi-final-like. You know, they got up for that game and produced that. If they produce 80% of that, it'll be too good for the night. So Parramatta to win. Okay, thanks very much. That's uh, Vossi from uh, Life from Australia, of course, straight out of his breakfast show into our morning show. So uh, we're grateful to him every Monday at this time, and we'll be back with him in seven days to review those four very, very interesting clashes, starting with the tor- storm against Manly on Friday night in the Sunshine Coast. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.